You guys are idiots. No. You guys are dumb. You guys are stupid. <laughs> there is no sense in what you guys are saying right now. Okay. This Sidebar. Tuesday what, what, cannot be let's, in the past. Let's, <laughs> Ladies and freaking gentlemen, my name is Jeff. My name is Reed. I'm Jonah. And I'm drunk. <laughs> Are you? I had two old fashions at lunch. Oh my God. I knew. That's the, I no, whoa, whoa, whoa. Jeff specifically told me I only had two drinks. Proceeds to have yeah. like, not like a beer, but like. It's the same amount of alcohol. No, it ain't. It's a mixed drink. It's one shot. They may have poured heavy, but it doesn't matter. It was a great time. Old fashions are fantastic. I also had a hot chicken sandwich, so it's fine. It all balances out. Since I've been home, I've had two beers, but only because Jonah made us wait. But yeah, I'm feeling great. Yeah, How are you guys feeling? Jonah. Fuck 75 hard. I'm all about that 54 hard life. That has been fantastic. That's what you made it to, 54? Yep, yep. <laughs> wow. It's the perfect number, guys. Sobriety for 54 days. Highly recommend it. I'm going to sell t-shirts. Next time, just round down to 50. Why would I cheat myself of those four days of sobriety? Why would you cheat yourself of the last... Uh... Anyways, did you guys know that octopuses and squids have three hearts? I don't Octopi. like... One pumps blood to their whole systems, and two are dedicated just to the gills. What are we doing with these animal facts now? Octopi. Why are you coming in with animal facts every week? Tell me a better way to start the podcast. What's up, ladies and gentlemen? <laughs> I did that! And then I told them about squid hearts. Uh, I thought you said octopi. But no, and squids. You, you said octopus. I didn't even. I was so upset. I didn't even I did. hear what you said after octopi. Run it back. <laughs> Run it back. Eight-legged mollusks Ugh. have okay. three hearts: one for their main systems, and okay. two only for their gills. Backups. So they, they're breathing heavy. Do they need all three hearts to function? Well, that's a good question. So, like, in, so maybe in do ba- some- Ooh. Roll the clip. You should come more prepared next time. In with, the, with the battle. clip of their hearts? <laughs> no, but you should be able to answer simple questions. Oh, I'm sorry. But I don't know the backstory. Well, of don't come these in facts with, don't come with in. new information and then be like, well, I only know that. Okay. I'm just the one thing you say. You know what? I'm just, I'm sorry. Because we're going to have questions. If you come in with something <laughs> as crazy as here's an animal with three hearts, we're going to have questions. <laughs> I was not prepared for this. <laughs> okay, now you have been any of the other 10 times that I started with the fact, but apparently that's the standard. Let's mix so. it up next week, maybe. Okay. Not animal facts. Yeah, yeah. Give anything like human reproduction fact. <laughs> I can. I There's can no some, questions about that. You got anything Tell you what, off Reed, the dome? I'll do some research for you, if you know oh, what I mean. Oh, wow. <laughs> that means I'm going to watch pornography is the joke there. Oh, stay uh, away from that, Jeff. Stay away from that, yeah, Jeff. I don't watch porn. Porn's icky. <laughs> Already? We're you not even s- <laughs> up You say that every time. We do a quick no. little bant and then we get to it. That was that was too quick though. We're not even warmed up. And we're just going into bad takes. We've you think re- that's a good idea? We've been recording for seven minutes. I'm really? lubricated. Look, we have a lot to get to. Read. <laughs> <laughs> look at me like that. Don't look at me like that. All right. I'll run, I'll, run I'll run that back. I'm lubricated. <laughs> Not what I asked for. What's your bad take? <laughs> My bad take is we need to bring back ba- we need to bring back trial by combat. There's a lot of benefits. 
<laughs> I see Entertainment. Fair. Think of it. Sponsors, ESPN, betting, uh, tournaments. Mm-hmm. Uh, we could have like, you know, there's March Madness. You could have like. Um, April Madness. F- fucking destroying February. <laughs> Call it. I like that. Call it the Ides of March. Ooh, but there's already a big tournament in March. We can't have like competition of like, ooh, basketballs and then like people dying. I can only apologize. Um, but then, you know, it could be great form of for the for the federal government judicial branch. Uh, you know What? Oh, wait, we already had this conversation. What's yeah. it called? Federal government judicial branch. <laughs> <laughs> the judicial branch is, That's what, is yeah, one yeah. of them. That's the yeah, judges? Yeah. yeah, imagine. Rather than going to the Supreme Court. <laughs> trial by combat of your either you as your champion or you can get somebody willing to be your champion. So if you're friends with like Bradley Martin, yes, you're just good. You can just commit yes. all the crimes. Uh, if your dad's Dwayne the Rock Johnson, he's your champion. So if you're the Pebble Johnson, you're good to go. Yes, nice. You don't think the Rock would just hire somebody? But he's the rock. But, but he's the rock. So he can you, afford to not have. You just fight went into a whole death. new Wait, thing. Reed, you just done did something. With the help of the court system, we can finally get a fight between The Rock and Vin Diesel if they yes. both commit crimes. Um, and then that. <laughs> no, they would know, have to commit crimes against each other. They already have. Or does someone fight on behalf of the state? This is like. Mm. This, and then Who it, fights on behalf of the that, state? Uh, you know, this opens up the entire... Or is it just that you take two criminals and whoever wins gets to not have consequences I'm for saying, their actions? I'm saying both. Both. You get you get you federal you get federal champ... I, oh my God, I got it. You want to work for the federal government and get federal benefits in retirement? Become a federal champion. It's like the Space Force. And fight for your country. I love oh it. Oh my God. I love it. If I'm a federal champion, do I get a discount at Denny's? Uh, not Denny's, but probably like your local, um, your local. We love cops restaurant. Okay, yeah, yeah. fair enough. Mm-hmm. Oh, there could be merch. You see where I'm going with this? This is an entire culture it. could be around it. Could be surrounded by trial by combat. Only problem. I love it. I think now, this is fantastic. Only problem is there's no appeals process. Sure, there is. This is after all no the appeals. No guns either. No guns. Yeah, yeah. No guns in okay, trial. That combat. doesn't fix the, the no appeal thing. <laughs> no, you can appeal. You don't. That's like uh, the what, death if you, penalty. If you lose, you appeal, appeals. and then you fight somebody different. No, you you only get the sentence if all your appeals run out. That's how it works now. Okay. You and they could change the Miranda rights. You have right to attorney or I feel like trial a, by combat. I, I love feel like it. there's a reason we. Straight away from the whole trial by combat thing. Yeah, because we were, we're pussies. We're, uh, but we're a whole bunch of bitches. And this now. could also People. help with um, the gun crisis in America. All what? of the uh, crazy heads that want to shoot up schools. Monday night, April 14th at the Hampton Coliseum. John Jacobs, <laughs> guilty sentenced to rape of a minor. <laughs> Alexander Johnson. <laughs> The federal, uh, the federal opposition you know of the him, state of the Virginia. federal champion. <coughs> he took down Donald Trump, and now he's going to take down the other guy. Yeah, and then the state. I love it. It the writes state itself. Champions become like celebrities. I think. And if you take down the state champion, you become the next state champion. Oh, is that how that works? It's yeah. It's just it's like a you know like overthrowing a family like during the French Revolution. 
I'm with you everywhere except you can't. I don't think you can't have somebody fight on your behalf. Mm. Yeah, that is kind of rich people. Just they just hire the best. Well, um, okay, fighters. The only time you you can have someone fight on your behalf is you if you have a disability. No, not even then. If you're disabled, don't commit crime. Or if you're disabled, (laughs) fair enough. Commit the crime and get a good champion. I, I like the smaller feel- crowd. <laughs> it seems more intimate. <laughs> That's when I only kind of agree. Be- <laughs> it's more believable. <laughs> Okay, well, good job. I love it. I think that's fantastic. It would help the economy. I go on and on and on. Um, I'm going to say, Jonah, why don't you go first? Mine's kind of long-winded. Okay. Taxes? (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Taxes should be optional, but not all or nothing. Go ahead. I just, I was thinking about, we last episode we were talking about all this conservative versus liberal. Yep, that was the thumbnail. Bullshit. <clears throat> okay, interesting. And it got me thinking, why don't they make, they should make tax brackets, federal and state taxation should be optional. Okay. And you get to choose what you pay into so that liberals that want bigger government, mm-hmm. they can say, all right, I'm signing up for this. I'm going to pay higher taxes to get these more, like these better government benefits. Okay. But conservatives can say, I don't want those, so I'm not going to pay them, and they pay less taxes. There's one problem. Why don't we do that? With that argument, Jono. The richer you get, the more you tend to be conservative because the more your percentage of your money ends up being, Mm -hmm. going to those things... So if only poor people are paying yeah. for the things, the things don't have funding. No, no, honor system. We'll trust. Oh, yes, that has historically God, worked really we well. Should have led with that, man. <laughs> we'll Honestly. trust that. This goes hand in hand with trial by combat. <laughs> What's the problem? I, I mean, I don't no, see the I, problem. I, I, in this system, the post office is only getting paid Everybody for by the Patagonia company. No, no, no. That's what I'm saying. It's not all or nothing. There's something like if everybody, oh, there's some things. Everybody benefits oh. from using public roads, uh-huh. so everybody has to pay into that. Got You're it. You're talking it like becomes, healthcare. Yeah, when it's <laughs> secondary stuff like uh, social security mm-hmm. when you get older or whatever these big government. Programs. I mean, the whole are. point of that is the idea that because everybody has to pay into it and people need it at different times, it becomes mm-hmm. a bigger pool and it's easier to pay for people when they need it. Some right. people never need it because they die or they just don't need it. They don't mm-hmm. have big health issues. So because of this whole shared responsibility, it makes it to where everybody can live with a social safety net. Don't try and disprove me. Just realize that it's a great idea. <laughs> Yeah, that Jeff. everybody, come on, everybody wins. Don't ick his yum. Your whole dis- your description is just privatized healthcare, where you just pay for what you need. But the government. <laughs> <laughs> you, you know, I'm on your team, Jonah. I know because it's a great idea. There's no downfall. <laughs> I mean, I'm this, not saying that. This leaves literally a l- name. What's one flaw? I just named four. Okay. Regardless, Regardless. new ones, (laughs) set aside what you just said. 
What's one flaw that you haven't already said? Um, because less There's, people because there are none are paying for it. They are gonna have more ability to price gouge, and they're gonna have to charge. They can validate higher prices because less people are buying their service. The problem is... Because there's a lower supply, and therefore if, a lower demand. If all these conservatives say, I don't want to buy into your programs, uh-huh. then down the line, they don't benefit from it either. But so they can afford none to, of those people... They that, can afford to pay for privatized healthcare. No, or the, sorry, who? not the conservatives, but like the, the corporations and the rich conservatives. What uh, is the flaw there? Excuse me. Because the whole point in paying into a socialized healthcare is yeah. to where rich people supply a good amount of the money to where poor people can get some healthcare. You're giving rich people the You're ability too much to just keep their are, money. Are 90% of rich people conservative? I mean, more? I do not know the stats on that, but right. boy, so would that not you're, surprise you're me. You're talking out of your league. You don't. You, <laughs> you really don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> you just said, I'm saying all these things, but I don't know what I'm talking about. So it's a good take. And this is why okay. we have this segment <laughs> Give me the called big applause on Bad that Takes. <laughs> I'm just going to cave. I'm just going to cave. Yeah, this is a Republican <laughs> podcast now. This is Joe Rogan no, 3.0. No, I'm just saying you get to choose. I mean, Everybody what you're wins. describing is libertarianism to a T. It's America. Everybody wins. <laughs> Put that, that... Merch. It's America. Everybody wins. In quotations, <laughs> Jonah. Jonah. <laughs> What's Rig. your bad take? <clears throat> This Tuesday versus next Tuesday. Shut up. Read what day is it today? Wednesday. It is Wednesday. What's the date of today? I can tell you. It's the 17th. May it's 17th. the 17th. Tuesday, May 16th. What would you call that? This coming Tuesday. May 16th? Yesterday? Well, it's not coming. Oh, my bad. I thought you were talking about... I would say yesterday. Sure. What's another way to say it? Um, this past Tuesday. Yeah, this past this Tuesday. past Tuesday that works. Um, I'm tempted to say last Tuesday because it was the last Tuesday. It, I would correct. agree with that. <clears throat> it is the last Tuesday. Tuesday, May twenty third of next week. Next week. What would you call that? Uh, this com- this coming Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Um, right. I'm with you there. Do I call it next Tuesday? Yes, I do because it is the next Tuesday. Correct. It is like so it is the next what Tuesday. What you've yet to say is this Tuesday. What is the Shut date up. of this Shut Tuesday? Up. Shut up. Jeff. This Tuesday is the date of May 16th. You can only say it read on Tuesday. Jeff, you're playing games here. Get straight to the point. Read. Tuesday. Yep. What what is this Tuesday? This Tuesday is a day. It's either yesterday or this past Tuesday. Or, no, it's either <clears throat> this Tuesday is either yesterday in, or a week from yesterday. Which Tuesday is this Tuesday? If it's Wednesday, mm-hmm. is this Tuesday the Tuesday that is within the week that you are currently in? Mm-hmm. Or is this Tuesday the coming Tuesday? So the Tuesday that is a part of next week. Here, would you like to look at a, ca- at a calendar? Yeah, let me look at this <clears> calendar. So your two options are Tuesday, May 16th, or Tuesday, May 23rd. So which one saying, is this Tuesday? Which one is tu- this Tuesday? Yesterday or a week from yesterday? Which one is this Tuesday? The one in the future or the one in the past? 
yesterday. Exactly. Fucking bullshit. You guys are idiots. No. You guys are dumb. You guys are stupid. <laughs> there is no sense in what you guys are saying right now. I Disagree. Don't... All right. Okay. Sidebar. Tuesday what, what, cannot be what, in the past. Let's give him a moment. It cannot be in the past. It can't be in the future. Because this is in the present. <laughs> this? <laughs> then where is it? <laughs> I was so certain that I was going to have to defend this by myself. I thought you were going to be on <laughs> You should. I didn't know I was friends with two idiots. Now, now I'm just sitting back <laughs> yes, and enjoying did. him defend this for me. <laughs> this Tuesday. We're, this week. We, we, there's a reason. There's a beginning yep. and, to, and an end to yep. every week. He's and going we somewhere. speak in terms of weeks. So this week had a Tuesday. So this Tuesday was yesterday. This Tuesday cannot be in the past because this Tuesday is used to describe... You're leaving out an important part if you're talking about the next Tuesday. Next it's Tuesday? this coming Tuesday. May 30th? This coming Tuesday. And the reason you have to put coming is because this Tuesday was yesterday. This is the first time coming has ever pissed me off. This coming Tuesday. <laughs> Thank you. Um... Let's boil it down. Let's reduce it to its one word. This. Uh-huh. This isn't in the past. Right. This also is not in the future. It is in the future. This is now. No, this has to be in the future. Wrong. This means following. This following Tuesday that's like implied, right? Mm. This coming Tuesday, you're right, implied. We shortened it to this Tuesday, which is next week. Nobody in their right freaking mind would say, hey, you want to go get drinks this Tuesday? Yeah, yesterday. I don't, I also think if you're telling your friends, let's go get drinks this Tuesday and you mean next week, you're incredibly irresponsible. Bullshit. Bullshit. You think, hey, hey, you want to go get drinks with me this Tuesday? Oh, you mean Tuesday next week? Oh, yeah, I should have said that. <laughs> Sorry, it's got you there. <laughs> My bad. You mean you want you don't want to hang out the weekend or like the three coming days Say that are upcom upcoming? This coming Tuesday. Do you want to get yes. drinks this coming Tuesday? Yes. Or next Tuesday? I don't want to get drinks with you any Tuesday with this attitude. <laughs> you you're starting the problem here. <sighs> You're clearly and in the wrong. Is, so my bad good, take yeah. is that May 23rd is this Tuesday. <laughs> this Tuesday has to be in the future. It's a terrible take because you're wrong. Well, I then agree I'm doing that a great it's a bad job. take. You fit, you're fitting right in the bit. I love it. <laughs> great character development, Jeff. <laughs> Eric's. Oh, watching TikToks again? Just watch a freaking video. Who is this guy? Don't worry about it. Screen recording? Yeah. Senior skip day. He got coffee and tea. Whoop. Tea and coffee. He got hash browns with bacon and eggs over easy. He got dry toast. Dry you can toast. Use jelly if you want. I did take a piece of his bacon and I got a I got a Philly cheesesteak omelet. I stole his cheese grits. And then dad's with us. Good morning, Dad. Hi. Morning, Dad. Dad got the other half of my Philly cheesesteak, he got fruit, he got a biscuit, he got gravy, and we did get salsa to put on it. Yeah. And how do you there like your cheese There was a cut there. Grits? There was a yeah, cut. Eric doesn't <laughs> like grits. I'm going to put pepper, lots of pepper, and salt. A lot of seasoning yummy, for a yummy. person that would make this kind of video. what you do with the bacon <laughs> that I stole from Eric, I put bacon in it too. It doesn't stop. It comes out really <laughs> delicious and yummy. 
drinks are delicious. Dad got water to drink, Yummy. and I got sweet tea. <laughs> Hope you guys have a great day. Let me say something. Happy Senior Skip Day. Okay. Thank God that that dude is eating. Those poor fucks. That was a minute and 10 seconds. You said they dad? had to sit there. His hand was he shaking. He was shaking because he wanted to eat. His blood sugar was down to negative. Why would they let her record a whole video? Jonah, remember the other week when we talked about people taking photos of their food? Yes. Like, this is an old person. I didn't know it could be that bad. This is 10 times worse. Video. Let me film everything before you take a bite. Who asked for this content? <laughs> Props to the son. He said, fuck you, mom. I'm eating my food That's while it's hot. That's a whole other thing. Because you start the video and she goes, senior skip day. And it's yeah. like, oh, a lovely grandma. Oh, this kid. That's the most. He looks horrible. That's the most fucked up part. This isn't some special event, some holiday or something. She does this for things as as unimportant as senior skip, skip day. day. She's the type of girl to go out during flag day. <laughs> And order an all-American breakfast and be like, stars and stripes, baby. <laughs> but you see the kid and he's like, hurry up, mom. He looks like this. And at first you're like, ooh, what's wrong with this kid? Uh-huh. And then the lady talks and it's like, oh, sweet I get old it. lady. But then the video keeps going and you're like, I get it. I want to shoot up a school too. I understand <laughs> your problem. We don't know the shooter's intent, but Guys. I was told that he went out to breakfast with his mother Here's beforehand. the craziest thing, right? A lot of times I'll search for stuff to uh-huh. play on the show. I'll search sure. for like trending or I'll look for like weird stuff. Like I'll do effort to find content because yeah. I'm like, I want to find content that's crazy for us to react to. This video was served to me organically <laughs> on a Tuesday, this Tuesday morning. False. I was doing this to play to you. Shut up. You yes. know what I'm doing. No, shut, shut I up. didn't say shut, false. Shut, that was him. Shut up. Stop looking at <laughs> If you're going to yell, Jeffrey, don't. <laughs> I'm going to need you to tone it down. Just I, don't. I apologize. Me and my therapist are working on that. Um, <clears throat> I heard you had an epiphany. Is it a good time to get into that? Uh, I mean, it's not interesting. There's not much to talk okay. about. We can talk about it later. It's not really content worthy. Oh, um, <clears throat> but... I was just, it It was served to me organically on a Tuesday, and it was the first video I saw that morning. I woke up, I had a couple wow. minutes, I'm laying in bed and on TikTok, and that's what hits my, what's the word, what's the word, corneas, at 8 a.m. on a Tuesday. That would have ruined my day. It did. <laughs> it is a rough start. It is a rough start. That's like doing a that's doing a negative five crank on a 05 forerunner when you don't even know mm, if the engine's mm, starting. Because we're real hard. Yeah, we're hard dudes. <laughs> hard hats. We're and hard, hard dudes hands. that love hard rock on a hard, hard morning. And our car hard. Yeah. <laughs> car hard. Yo, if you wear. Never mind. I don't wear car hard. I wear car hard. Uh, what are you about to say? I'm about to say if you wear car hard. <laughs> I, can't, I can't say it. Oh. No, go death it. threats. Go for it. Okay, let's get into it, guys. There's something we both need to talk about. Both? All. All? What did we do two weeks ago, boys? Oh, man, you're really testing my memory. It was it, it was a Saturday. The three of us together? We all spent the day together. You we, mean this past Saturday? Was it this past Saturday? We moved. Me. Is that yes. what you're talking about? Yes, it was. Uh, we spent a Saturday moving Reed Morgan. He's got a new house. Yes, with him and his girlfriend and some roommates. It yep. was a lovely day. Uh, we spent the whole day hanging out, day drinking. Um, it's a good time. Yeah, it was great. What's your? What are you upset about? I think you were the only one drinking. Reed had half of a Corona. I did have okay. half a Corona. Okay. Yeah. 
That was it. But I had yeah. like four. It wasn't some big. I'm still like 75 Harding, so don't yeah. don't say oh, we yeah, were this, drinking. This is my first time drinking on the podcast since wow. we're done. Oh. Where are you going with this? <laughs> Reed, <clears throat> I want to preface this because uh, I'm segueing into your thing. Okay. That I know you want to talk about. And then I also want to preface what we're going to say with number one, we love you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> number two, we were totally happy to come out. We would do anything for you. You know what I mean? Like anything. Like uh, you're my boy. I know you do the yep. same for me. Yep, definitely. Um, And nobody's upset at all. So when I critique you, I don't want you to think we're fighting. Okay, I don't know no. where he's going. This is a big build. Yes, you do. <laughs> he, Jonah was pissed off about this. I was like, oh, and Jonah was pissed off. He was angry. <laughs> okay. All right. Not necessarily That's true. Not true. I'll defend myself later. Okay. Okay. So <laughs> Reed asks us, you ask us to help you move on yes. this Saturday. And we're like, of course. Yeah. We're both free. Sure. Free the whole day. Whatever time you need, you got it. Not a problem, buddy. Yep. And so that's all well and good. Um, I think it was Friday. You sent out a, a group text. You would talk to us individually. You're like, hey, here's the plan, guys. We're going to meet at 9 a.m. Totally a reasonable start time. Uh, there's inheritance of, I think, on something of this where it's like, you're going to be a few minutes late, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Which was totally cool. We mm-hmm. were just a couple minutes late because Jonah was hungover. Um, I was I was hungover. I was hungover. Ironically, though, I was, I was waiting on Jonah <laughs> before we left. That is true. Yeah. Yeah, it's my fault. Um, but it's fine. Uh, that was all good. Very reasonable start time. We uh, blocked out the whole day. It was a lovely day. It was beautiful. Beautiful day. Um, so he sends out a text. We're going to meet at 9 a.m. at this address. And me and Jonah both go, that's not Reed's house. <laughs> what is that address? <laughs> <laughs> We're going to meet at this address to move my new future roommate stuff. <laughs> We're going to go to his house. This man you've never met before in your life. <laughs> We're going to move all of his stuff into a U-Haul, take it to the new house, empty it, and then we're going to start moving my stuff. Now, here's the thing, Reed. I was happy to do this task for you, uh, 100%. Didn't even bat an eye. Uh, Jonah was as well. But (laughs) afterwards, we realized... It's a little crazy. <laughs> just, you asked us to help you move, and then we moved the stranger's shit. <laughs> were you like testing us to see if we were yes, like this was this good I, enough movers to move you shit later? This was actually the the long play test of friendship. <laughs> mm. This wasn't. This was me testing <clears throat> our friendship. Right, you passed. Okay, <sighs> thanks. Like, what I'm extent? glad. Not only will you guys help me move, but will you not even question the fact <laughs> that you're going to move someone that you don't know <laughs> with no conversation about it either? <laughs> yeah. Well, okay, now well. I think that this really plays off of um, my negotiation tactics are really good. Negotiation tactics. Yeah, I'm really good at negotiating. What do you negotiate here? You to help me move. That's interesting because we both were like, we were talking about this on the way home when, uh, and we were like, yeah, that was crazy. And we both were like, but if he just would have asked us to do that, we both would have done it. I'm going to be <laughs> honest. It wasn't a conscious decision. That I figured that. <clears throat> Occam's razor or whatever. Um, I'll be honest. I didn't, this is true. It's not me doing bit. I didn't even think about it. Until Jonah brought it up. Oh, I did. I, yeah. <laughs> and I'm not going to lie. At the time, Jonah was a little... He wasn't angry, but he but was... not def- happy. He was not happy. Understood. Not happy. It was definitely not a conscious decision of, ooh, I'm going to trick them into helping. Mm-hmm. It was, in my mind, 
part of me moving. Right. And I yeah. uh, that's what I, I think initially thought too. But then after he said it, I was like, <clears throat> oh yeah. <laughs> and I asked several people this question since this has happened. <laughs> and every single person has been like, <laughs> <laughs> who would do that? <laughs> I think, however, on the other hand, Steve, mm-hmm. um, on the, uh, someone who was also there, yeah, was on the complete opposite. He was like, um, I mean, this plays a whole other thing, but he was like, wow, if I knew I was going to get a day to hang out with my friends all day and doing something, I wish you would have known, I would have known, or I would have been more excited. What is this conversation? What kind of a response to <laughs> just, just the two different types of people I have in my life? I hate that I believe you because I, I swear met to God. Steve. That we, is insane. Are we dicks then? No. I don't know. He's you like said a you talk to people like and I talk just... to people. <laughs> Someone that mean, was also that's there. That's a very optimistic way to look at it. Steve is pure light. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't make us dark. We're normal. He's just a okay. butterfly. You know what I mean? And he that makes sense to, for He Steve. was just happy to be there. That being said, I had a great time. Thanks, man. We could have probably all learned something from that kind of I know. I, I know. I, I yeah. apologize. I hold no negative no, feelings. Okay. I hope you hold mm. negative, no, no negative feelings. I, I will swear say, it was not intentional. No, no, no. I, one reason I wasn't mad, I played it up. Not going to lie. There, I, sure. A lot of material throughout the day. Fair enough. Fair <laughs> enough. But I was like... I knew it wasn't an intentional thing. 100%. It's like, okay, 100%. I'm moving. This is the plan. So they're helping me move. It just all falls into one thing. Right. No biggie. But yeah, I enjoyed having <laughs> some laughs about it. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? I don't know this person. And I'm moving their mattress. <laughs> I've got four of their TVs in my car right now. <laughs> Wasn't that a crazy thing? How much trust a day of trust that oh, was? Dude, yeah, a day your friend full of was trust. just like, hey, does somebody can we fit some extra stuff in their car? And then it happened to be four TVs, a <laughs> All monitor. The valuables. Yeah. <laughs> we could have left. Their printer. I was <laughs> I was like, yeah, why don't I just leave right now? I'm pawn all this. <laughs> oh He's thank a, you guys you, for you helping some, me. You have some good high quality friends, I will say. hundred percent. Because they 100%. were very trusting and very optimistic. Um, you know, when also I really wish I could have helped you guys move. I didn't know you were moving. No, we kept it on the download. Yeah, on we did that on purpose. But I don't want I don't trust people with my shit. Fair. I I will say that this has been, you know, I moved I've moved several times since living in the area. Mm-hmm. Uh five times now to be precise. And each time I've moved, the quantity and quality of people that showed up increased. Wow. I I will say this. I'm impressed at the amount of pull that you had yeah. to get that many people. Like, yeah. it's people know. It's no no friend, regardless of how good of friends you are, nobody wants to help their friend move. No, nope. it sucks. You'll do it. It's not fun. You'll do it, but everyone's secretly like, oh, shit, I have to, you yeah. know. Yeah. But you had 15 people or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 15 yeah. people show up yeah. throughout the day. Including Mr. and Mrs. Reed. <clears throat> yes, which yes. Was oh, a joy it was to a see pleasure them. to meet them. It was a pleasure yep. to see I'm them. Glad you guys have, but yeah, there, I think the total final count was uh, was 14 people at one that's point. Right. That's crazy. Damn, how do you do this? <laughs> I, and me and Jonah remarked very heavily on like when we left your apartment and your parents were there and you know, they were, they were doing some cleaning yeah. and I think they got you like some groceries and it's like, 
That's so cute. <laughs> That's so, you know what I got when I left? A bill. <laughs> <laughs> well, I will say, I'll suck you guys off for a minute. Oh, there we go. Yep. <clears throat> you did a phenomenal job oh, without any questions asked. I understand where you're coming from, and I totally get it. But <laughs> at the end of the day, I will gladly move someone out of context that you don't know for me. <laughs> We I said, appreciate that. That's the that kind of so favor you want. Yep, I'll be there. If it's pouring down rain, mm. I'll be there. At least we had a nice day. Yeah. yeah. I will say that was the most fun I've had moving somewhere. Oh, it was before. great. It was awesome. Uh, I said that too. I mean, I, I moved five times now and this was my favorite time moving. Like you, like yeah. you said, inherently, moving is not a fun endeavor mm -hmm. ever. But like... I think it was just good to hang out. It was and a good day. There's yeah. three things that made this fun to me. Number one, the amount of people helps a lot. Oh, yeah. More hands make less work. Uh, number two, big one, you guys were packed. Yes. That's a huge. We were talking about that leading up. We're like, God, I hope Reed's packed. Oh, yeah. Like, I agreed to help you move. I didn't agree to help you pack. Yeah. yeah. We were, we, our end goal was when people show up, we give them boxes with right. shit in it. It's mm. no one's job to put things away. And let that be a, Public service announcement. Hundred for anybody yeah. listening. Hundred percent. If you're gonna PSA. ask somebody to help you move, be completely packed. A hundred percent. When they show up. The last thing. This one only applies to me. Um, it's very beneficial when you are inherently the kind of person that when somebody has something heavy that needs to be moved from one place to another. They do not hand it to you. Yeah. They say, this is for me to take or for me to wait for Jonah to come back around after he's done lifting the other heavy thing that I gave to him. <laughs> Nobody handed me anything that I was at all struggling with. And it was amazing. And everybody just kind of knew it immediately. Yep. You have that kind of. Yeah. You know, here's the energy around I, I'm, you. I'm of not like I'm lazy. Yeah, there's no <laughs> shtick here when I say I'm confident. I don't think I look particularly weak uh -huh. or like whatever. I think I look lazy. Yeah, I yeah, agree. That's definitely <laughs> like, it's not that like no, Jeff could for sure carry it, but like he's he not does, gonna. He doesn't he's not want gonna. to. Why like do I trust him enough? Could he carry it? Yeah, but like he doesn't care <laughs> enough for it to not get destroyed. You just have that blatant you don't care about hurting someone's feelings yeah and just being honest with them like to their face to a fault i would say yeah that's true sometimes that's true. <laughs> sometimes like we've talked about stuff in the past where i was like i can't believe you did this and then we talked about it and it's like oh you were bullying that person and i was like i would that's that's oh but, really <laughs> but you change but it is like that's just well, how upfront with with people you are i'm an open book well I one of the other guys of Steve who we already talked about. Uh -huh. um, final words from him were: Jonah's an alpha. Jeff's. I like that he's his self-deprecating jokes are funny and he's aware. Is that actually what he said? I mean, not word for word, but self-deprecating jokes and Jonah is an alpha were both said. Because I will say the last thing I or the first thing I said to Jonah when we got in the car and left was, "Bet they're talking about me right now." I was murdering all day like that. I'm, I left an impression on those people. You definitely did leave an impression. Um, it was. It might have been the fact that you didn't pick up anything heavy <laughs> for a whole day. There are a lot of small boxes that need to be moved too. <laughs> Maybe, okay, that's true. That's <laughs> Maybe true. that's why they were talking. Go ahead, Reed. Um, but yeah, Steve really enjoyed your alpha energy, and he also enjoyed your jokes. That's interesting. That's interesting. I yeah. haven't ever heard that before, and I. <clears throat> 
So that's he interesting. He said, has Jonah ever been in the military? I was like, no. He goes, wow. He would really fit in. I will say, there's a lot. We joke a lot about me like liking Jonah and wanting to have sex and like coddle Jonah's balls and like yeah. you know, touch <laughs> yeah, his butt yeah. and yeah. lick the sweat no. off. Do of you guys? <laughs> oh yeah, all the all the time. This is news to me. <laughs> the royal week. Okay, um, <laughs> but it's all a joke, right? I'm very straight. Me and Jonah are a very platonic relationship. Yeah. For the first time ever. I was genuinely sexually attracted to you when we were uh, moving read stuff. We parked the U-Haul in your new place. Yep. And we're surrounded by like eight people, Mm -hmm. men, people, like, you know, whatever, guys, adult people who are like strong, you know? And Jonah goes up to the U-Haul, unhitches the thing with the most seamless confidence I've ever seen. Just, and I think somebody was struggling with it first, which made it even better. He just walks up to it, yeah, and just eight dudes just staring at him like, yeah, he's got that it. That guy's got and it. And just he just walked up and... I don't know all these noises. I like the Foley. I've never heard Thank of you all make and just I've never, I've never seen a forearm look so flexed, oh, but yeah. so seamless in the task it was doing. Oh, this yeah. is getting very oh, weird. I gotta yeah. say, dude, for a second, I was just like, my lord. We need to make that merch. Oh, very my weird. God. Give me some pearls to clutch. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, I don't. I don't know what to say. To so good for you. Um, okay, let's move on. Reed, this is a perfect segue to your thing about moving. I'm gonna go get a drink. Would you mind like starting the? Yeah. 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 Okay. Oh, Does anybody need anything? No, I'm good. I'll take a sparkling water, please. Yeah, you got it, boss. Thank you. What Set it up the scene, and I'll be right. What back. is our time at? Uh, forty-two. I got one oh, more quick thing, so we can end. We got time. Yeah, so um, we moved on Saturday. Yeah, obviously because you were there. Um, thank you again. But uh, anytime, you know, I'm moving in with my partner, my girlfriend, and a couple other roommates, mm-hmm. uh, as one does in early twenties to save money. Obviously, the end goal is to eventually buy our own house, have our own space, yada yada. Yeah. In context, I lived in an apartment, just me and my partner, for uh, a year mm-hmm. beforehand. But the apartment was kind of shitty, so that's why we left. But, you know, moving is uncomfortable, physically and emotionally. Yeah. Um, nobody looks forward to actually physically <laughs> moving up, as we've stated. Right. But, you know, I don't think I was really prepared for the... I was prepared for the, oh, my God, I don't want to move. Uh-huh. I wasn't prepared for the, oh, this isn't home. Yeah. This is This is big. This is huge for me right now. Uh, and especially my girlfriend, Allie, like, you know, day of Saturday, uh-huh. I mean, she wasn't there, but she was in good spirits about moving. Yeah. Um, obviously, she looked out for not physically being there, mm. but whatever. She was having a good time, whatever. <laughs> but uh, spirits were high on Saturday. And, you know, I left that day to go uh, up to Maryland for Mother's Day. And I wasn't actually, I didn't stay in the house that night on mm. Saturday. Right. Uh, Sunday night was my first time staying there. And, like, you know, Allie and I were there, and we we slept our first night there. Mm-hmm. Um, and, obviously, anywhere that you sleep for the first time is going to be, like, uh, different, right? Yeah. But, you know, we woke up. We kind of woke up, and it was the feeling of, like, I'm not home right now. Yeah. That thing oh, yeah. hits hard. Yeah. When you move the first couple of days, that feeling of just 
this isn't my location, this isn't my stuff. It's like that, you wake up and it's like, where am I? Exactly. Um, we wake up, on a, we, we gotta go to work on Monday. It's not like we have, oh, it's not, we dude. don't have, uh, we didn't have, we didn't, we don't have time to unpack and relax and just set physically and emotionally settle in to a place that we've been, that we're now at. Yeah. But it was, you know, Sunday night we go to bed, wake up on Monday morning at work time around 7 a.m. Um, to I'm not at home. I'm surrounded by chaos, boxes. I want to make a cup of coffee. I don't know where my coffee grounds are. Mm. I don't know where my coffee mug is. I don't know where the coffee well, coffee cream is in the fridge, but like it's the, the, the fridge is a mess. I, got, I don't know exactly where it's at. Coming from, I wake up to my coffee bar. I mean, this is also a lot of first world problems. I get that. I understand it. Mm-hmm. Um, but like I have like I knew I knew where everything was. I knew the routine. I understood it. Um, and like, ooh, nice. Um, especially like this is also something I'm gonna get into as well. Like, you know, my my partner was and still is like mentally not really great with everything that's going on. Her own issues. I won't get into that here. Mm-hmm. Uh, but sure. adding that on top of the podcast or talking about. I'm sorry. Yeah, the podcast I'm, is a lot of stress. I'm right? talking it's about a big toll on your my relationship. Bad, my bad, my bad. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I mean, even in general, the stress of like new roommates, right? Yes. And then especially coming from a situation with no roommates. Yes. Or even just a situation of different roommates. That is a lifestyle lifestyle switch that completely change. So crazy. Yeah, like. I feel like this feeling of like, let's say you move to an apartment by yourself yeah. the night before you have to go to work and you don't have time and all your shit is everywhere. At least it's my shit, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. There's nobody else that I feel bad that my stuff's in the way of them. And there's nobody else where their stuff's in the way of me. It's just me and my stuff. But mm-hmm. like that like weird conglomerate of people. Like I open a box and it's like, oh, that's someone else's clothes. <clears throat> like yeah. it wasn't gross or anything, but it's just like different. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I asked my partner, like, like, how are you feeling? Because obviously, I you know, not really great. Um, and she tells me that, like, she's not happy. Yeah, I get it. And I get that a lot. I'm I would sorry. say I'm not happy right now either. Right. But this is also what I'm going to segue into that I'm getting into with therapy is uh, I take on, I feel like a lot of other people out there feel this. I take on other people's emotions as my own. And if I'm not able to do anything about it, uh-huh. I feel defeated. Yeah. So when she told me she wasn't happy, that my mind went to, what can I do to make her happy? Right. I tried things, didn't work. Sure. To, well, it's my fault she's not happy. Because... It was my idea to move. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, all this for me to end up not happy. So I wanted to open it up to you guys because I feel like a lot, especially, you know, this could, I'm not trying to go in this direction, but a lot of guys no, take it there. Yeah, can yeah, no, really fair. feel that emotion mm-hmm. of like taking the weight of the, the world and not necessarily everybody, but the people in your circle, you take them on your back and you don't feel the, the emotion you're feeling, but you t- feel theirs, and you try to fix theirs so you don't can forget about yours. Hundred percent. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't think it's unfair to say like societally, men are like encouraged to be that way. I think there's societal factors that make 
men particularly at risk of having that uh, compulsion. Women can obviously have it just as yeah. well, so as non-binaries, all sorts of mm -hmm. people, but it's definitely like something that can't affect us specifically. And uh, it's funny, uh, we were just talking about something kind of similar in my therapy the other day, which was very good. Um, uh, yeah, Jonah, how's your therapy going? I leave of absence. Ah, uh, yes. You know. You're on sabbatical from therapy? Yes. <laughs> That's cool. <laughs> Um, we were talking a lot about my past relationship and similar, but a little different. It's, uh, this idea of like, not necessarily fixing the other person's problem, but relationship problems, dynamics should never happen because you're not going to let emotions take over. Right. So this idea of like judging people who let emotions cause a problem, mm -hmm. but what it does is keep you from actually processing emotions. Mm. So whenever there's a conflict or an issue, I have a tendency to like very analytically like, and it definitely did lead into like, you have a problem at work. Well, this, this, and that, I have deducted that the most logical course of action is to do this. Rather than feeling that right. emotion, dude. No, yep. a thousand percent. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'll give Jonah a chance to talk. I've been talking a lot. <clears throat> Jonah? I think... Uh... Not trying to hop on the bandwagon, but I think I definitely have the same thing. Uh -huh. um, more, not really. I've I've never noticed myself take on other people's emotions, right? But I definitely do the separate, like set emotions aside, think analytically, uh -huh. and just try and be as rational. And it's like, okay, well do this and this you know yeah yeah just <clears throat> solve it without having any emotions about yeah. whatever is going on here's this problem i'm not going to get pissed off about it i'm going to fix it right. i don't want my emotion to get in the way of me accomplishing what needs to happen right, right. and 100%. then and then because i've come to whatever rational conclusion that i've decided works then i think okay there's no reason to process those emotions or anything because mm -hmm. Problem solved. Problem or solved. Dude, yeah, that's it's huge. It's set aside, out of set sight, aside. out of mind. That's a big one. Problem solved or problem <clears throat> avoided. Yeah, if yeah. you don't have to confront it, just because that emotion is gone mm -hmm. doesn't mm -hmm. mean it's really gone. Right. It's yeah. set aside for now. I'm going to really steal this for a second and say, number one, not to be too therapist, but like Reed, you had a pretty good upbringing, you would say. Yeah, right? I did. Um, everybody has their flaws, of course, mm -hmm. but like, you know, like, overall. Traditional mother and father are... Love me mm -hmm. in the picture, mm -hmm. still are. Yep. In a successful father mother relationship. Mm -hmm. That's cool. Um, <laughs> not so much me and Jonah. <laughs> um, the different versions of that, you know, but I think it's, I think it's, we're safe to say family trauma, whatever, you know. Sure. Yes. You okay with that? Kind of stuff. Yeah. I got We would have talked about it. I don't want to, uh, but um, uh, what I've learned in my there is a, there's a lot of like this whole, when you experience a lot of trauma, especially from people you're supposed to look up to, and usually that comes in a form of them expressing their emotion mm -hmm. way too much. In my case, I'm not gonna speak for Jonah. Dad yelled me, dad angry all the time. Yeah. Anger, bad. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like I grew up and I judged people who would get angry or people who would be too emotional. And it's like, I'm so, I've my trauma makes me so strong 
that I don't need to do that. I'm going to, my relationship's going to last forever because I'm not going to get heated in an argument or feel whatever the issue is. I'm going to talk through it and be a logical adult. And that's why we're going to last forever because mm-hmm. I'm so much mm-hmm. fucking better than everybody else that I don't have that. But what it does is it causes you to never pro- actually process or feel emotions. My therapist asked me to describe anger and I couldn't do it. Wow, that's heavy. That I know that way of thinking is wrong, but it's also... That's just how it is. For me, I'm like, that makes sense. Yeah. Like, if yeah. you don't let your emotions control you and you're able to stay rational in stressful situations and all that, then you're better off than somebody... For sure. But the thing is, I think the big thing is that we're not supposed to make those decisions when we're 12, yeah. 13, 14. Yeah. yeah. That's when But you're... you learn it then. Right. And, and then that's the problem. Now... Because you don't have that distinction between... And maybe it's not age or whatever, it's just the way mm-hmm. your brain works. But like, because you were being too rational, you didn't process emotions properly. Mm-hmm. That rationality is good, but you also need to feel emotions and process mm-hmm. and validate your own emotions. I think that, you know, you know, there's a perfect median between the two. A lot of people, I argue to say most people, um, are brought up in some form of an extreme. I would say so, yeah. I think you're the anomaly. Yeah. Um, Not to say your life is perfect by any means. Like, and that actually goes to show a lot is like, even if like you guys who had typical quote unquote unconventional childhoods into quote unquote my conventional childhood, but we still seriously struggle with emotions and dealing with them. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't know. That seems to be a common ground no matter where you came from. Yeah. No, I totally agree. I think there's... um... The human mind is like to say this is us being messed up is not appropriate because mm-hmm. like the human mind is such a weird thing in the way that kids are raised and the way your life happens. It's most people are going to be off to some degree or another. Yeah. yeah. Just like a car is going to always have some kind of issue. You know, that belt is going <laughs> to timing belt's going to mess up sometimes. So you got to take it to a mechanic. That's why I'm a bit, I, everybody should go to therapy. If mm-hmm. not every week, like me and Reed do currently, um, there's, weird like you know a couple of month checkups yes. there's all kinds of options it's very healthy um you know i don't want to go we can not go super deep on this but the other thing i had planned that i wanted to talk about that i also learned go for it yeah yeah just it's from fine. talking with my therapist was um emotions can be surface level explain i will explain um and i'll use an example because practically um recently when my partner said she wasn't happy about moving. My brain went, well, she's not happy be- of moving because I made her move. Right. Uncomfortable that I, I need to do something to make this better uh, because this wasn't the situation that we were planning for because of all these uncontrollable changes that we're trying to get used to. And my therapist said, what if she's not happy because she's just not happy right now? Mm. And I was like, that is impossible. Interesting. Okay. And in yeah. my brain, I was like, that's not possible. Right. That's mm-hmm. no way. But she was like, yeah. The feeling of happy is how you're supposed to be. To be unhappy means that something is wrong. Yes. Okay. That's how my brain works. It interpretates emotion. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But like, what if they're not happy because they're not happy today? Yeah. Are you yeah. okay with that? Are you okay accepting that? 
and being okay with that they're not happy and not trying to fix it. The difference in like logic, but the similarities and issue is so funny to me because like I I grew up around people with uh, depression, right? Like pretty severe. So like the concept of I'm not happy right now, but it's going to pass and it's just going to take time. Super normal to me. It has always been normal. But one, like going back to the analyticalness, I think one thing is like, I would, if you have a problem, we fix it, right? If it's clear that the problem is simply that you're not happy, whether you're depressed or you're just having a bad day or whatever, it is that temporary service level thing. Oh, cool. We just got to wait it out. Mm-hmm. Emotionally shut off, right? Oh no my comfort. God, yeah. There's no nothing. It's just, oh, it's not going to be a problem tomorrow. No need to deal. Well, skip. Thank you. And that's also, Jonah, I really would, I would give you a chance to talk. I, I kind of have. When I'll, hold, I'll butt in. Right. Yeah, yeah. I feel right. you can. Um, this is the right moment. Yeah. But I, you know, just like with the cutoff, <laughs> if what I struggle with is like, if I recognize, okay, they're not happy right mm-hmm. now just because they're not happy mm-hmm. and I can't do anything about it, I'm done. Emotions yeah. are turned off. 100%. I can't give comfort because I that's not going to help. Like mm-hmm. it will. But it's not going to be the fix, right? It's I give comfort, a because I love them, but it also in hopes that I can change the situation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But if they're just not happy because they're not happy, I my my wall goes up. I'm done. Yeah. Hands off. Uh, I'm not upset. I'm not angry. No love is going to go your way, and then that inherently causes more conflict. Of course, yeah. Because then they feel like you're abandoning them, that you don't yeah. care. Right. Where it's like, I do care, but the way my brain works is I want to do something, and mm. if there's nothing I can do, my brain shuts off. Yeah. That's that's where the uh, the contrast between like being analytical and observing problems and conflicts with a, a healthy level of clear-headedness yeah. is great. But you also have to be able to turn that off and feel whatever the thing. And that not just for you either, for your partner or your friend or your brother or whoever, you know. Mm-hmm. You have to be there sometimes only emotionally. That's hard. It's super hard. No, I totally agree. Are you getting pressure to fix stuff like that? Or is it just the way you process stuff is it's all on me. You feel like you have to Yeah. That's all hundred I have not received any pressure. Uh-huh. of like you need to do this to fix it super rare i think in yeah. relationships in general yeah. like i feel like for the most part that is a very self mm-hmm. which it's is crazy 100 on paper self-causing analyzing it analytically it's pretty insane that that's <laughs> yeah. a thing we have an analytical tracker yeah <laughs> that um, is kind of crazy though i mean if you if your partner comes to you and says i'm not ha- not i'm not happy like it makes total sense to assume the role of the fixer Sure. And just go, well, I have to do something. Like, you know, we're responsible for each other. I have to do something about this. Yeah. But nobody's happy 100% of the time. Yeah. And there's not always something that can be done to fix it. Like, it just ebbs and flows. Mm -hmm. It's, you know. That's what I'm working on is acceptance. Yeah. Yeah. It seems difficult to accept. Like, you can accept that for yourself because you know, okay, some days I'm happy, some days I'm not. It's either there or it's not. No biggie. There's yeah. You can mitigate it within reason, but when somebody else comes to you, it's like there's no separating, well, just give it some space, give it some time kind of thing. It's yeah. very difficult you're like, for somebody Because else. that somehow feels crueler than cutting off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like the acknowledgement 
the acknowledging of your problem is surface level and it's going to pass. Yeah. Like, and then just being there emotionally. Somehow that feels weird. It like does. that feels almost rude. Because if you have a yeah. problem, I should try to fix it. That'd be the the good thing to do. Not mm. mentally, obviously, like just inherently in a weird fucked yeah. up way. You have to, not that I know what I'm talking about, but. Oh, did, did somebody here know what they, they're <laughs> yeah, talking about? It seems like, <laughs> it seems like you have to walk a fine line of letting them know that you are willing to do whatever, like whatever they need to help them with that kind of thing, but also to be self-aware enough to know what your limits are as mm -hmm. far as changing 100%. what emotional state someone else is in and yeah. not letting that weigh on you. Because, yeah, if you're like, okay, well, we're just going to let this pass, see what happens, that can kind of feel like being lazy or and a lot of doing what so you much need to of it do. too is probably in a relationship sense at least or at least i would imagine as a habitually single guy but um it's it seems like a lot of it's communication as well you know they you've always heard the whole like do you do you want me to listen and help you or do you just want me to listen like yeah you know that's a big one it's like probably more often than not you and your partner could get on the same page mm -hmm. about it and that's like another stipulation where people are like oh you just got to communicate communicating is hard it's yep. very yep. difficult to communicate well. I used to yep. be so proud of my ability to communicate about emotions, like to a extreme fault. And it's the reason, a good part of the reason that I'm messed up in the ways that I am is because I thought I was so good mm. at communicating. Mm -hmm. Like that is literally like my whole therapy session next week. I have freaking notes. Yeah. It's crazy. Just because you can tell someone how you feel mm -hmm. doesn't mean you're communicating. Exactly. Or just because you can listen to how somebody feels yeah. and analyze it without getting emotional. Yeah. Doesn't mean you can actually process it or be but there in a reasonable way. Also, if you're someone that just sets emotions aside, well, you, like you can, you're not emotional, so you can communicate well because you're coming from it rationally right but you're completely neglecting how you feel you're which is feeling. yeah you know like yeah. a relationship I, kind of thing i came to realization yesterday that i've never i don't think told anybody in person or on mic or whatever uh we're doing a lot of work on like my previous relationship with Allie, who's been on the podcast great gal i used to gaslight her very heavily of like trying to solve a problem and then analyzing what emotion I could express right now that would cause the best reaction mm. and just faking that emotion. Yeah. Like I have faked crying because I thought it would make an ex-girlfriend feel better about mm -hmm. what was going on. But I wasn't sad at all. I was just trying to mitigate the problem. Yeah. It was conflict avoidance. Yeah. 100%. That's pretty well, fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah oh yeah <laughs> it's one of a handful of things that i look back and go god <laughs> dang <laughs> that's, uh, i'm glad that some uh, professional is yeah. <laughs> yeah i can't tell you the amount of things that i am remembering uh -huh. right now that are are just way in here somewhere down to my taint and that's just they're for, popping man. up every couple of days and it's like holy crap i don't know yeah. if this is good or bad but it feels icky well, thanks for tuning into the uh, introspective emotional part of this episode. I love it. There's one yeah. more thing I do want to say about that. Kind of on the same topic of avoidance, and then we can get off of that. But um, do you guys ever dissociate? Oh, yeah. Yeah? Yeah. I mean, I was, I'll be honest, I was dissociating on Saturday, moving. 
Yeah, I, that makes sense. I, I was like, yeah, that makes sense for you. I was like, is it for you? Is it a physical or just mental? Just mental. Just Physically, mental. I was like, I can do this shit easy. Okay, but like, can it, you describe what it feels like to you? Um, I would I would describe the emotion, uh, especially when everybody was there in the driveway moving when we were all there. Uh huh. Was ain't no way all these people were here because they like me. Wow. Yeah. And so that's it, where I was like, well, then I'm just gonna remove myself from me, and I'm just gonna focus emotions. Take a car, you they cut the gas to a car, it stops. Got it. Nothing. That and sense. then I just focus on the physical task. Got it. Jonah, do you, uh, have you ever had that or had a dissociative? Uh, I'm not sure I fully understand what that is, mm-hmm. but what you described sounds like something that I do. It's almost like a form of flow state. Is what you seem to describe, yeah. which can be a form of dissociation for sure. There's mm-hmm. that's something. There's I a lot of different learned. levels. Oh, 100 percent. That's what I'm saying. like. Uh, uh, basically, I told some night therapist, and she was like, "Are you dissociating?" I was like, "No," and she's like, "No, you were. That's just a form of it." Which I just had no idea. Which is like, like what you're saying. Mm-hmm. Um, for me though, I have a more typical quote unquote like description of dissociation, where basically it feels like your life is a video game. Like you are not in your body. You're playing a video game and your body is the character. You're seeing yeah. everything in third person. Uh, yeah. I know everything about. seems farther away, but also your vision is flat. Uh, it can accompany a panic attack very frequently and it's just weird. And I have mm. that a lot. That is a big thing for me. I'm much better now at dealing with it. Like when it happens, I just, I'm like, oh, this is happening. I just have to deal with it and then it passes eventually. Um, I had the, Biggest epiphany, which I know I was gonna, I was trying to skip this when you brought it up, but we came back around, so I'm gonna say it now. Um, right. We were talking a lot about my relationship with my father, who you know used to used to used to yell at me. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> I was around a lot of like anger in the sense of like we uh, they describe anger as like this idea where your emotion has taken over you so much to the point that you are not in control of your actions anymore, mm-hmm. which is something that I have always judged. Like, if you get to that point, you're an asshole. Like, mm. you don't care about the people around you. Like, you are a dick. Mm-hmm. Maybe there's some trauma there. I don't know. But um, <laughs> I would frequently get into this thing where, like, if I was being yelled at or accosted, and it's like, when you're in a situation so stressful, and I'm sure you could probably relate to this at some point, you find a safe space. And it's mm-hmm. a lot of time is, like, it's this feeling to me of, like, you bury yourself in a little hole and you kind of slowly separate from all the stressful shit around you. And it feels, to me, the the, uh, relationship was, it felt like I was watching a movie of my life. Mm. And the conflicts that I was going through was a conflict a character in a show or a movie was going through. So it's like that feeling of where you're watching a horror movie and you feel scared, but you know you're safe. Yeah. And that uh, is super, apparently super common to breeding this dissociative, like, protection mechanism yeah self-preservation mode where it's like if anything is at all stressful you just separate yourself i mean that's why victims of serious serious crimes forget that it happened yeah 100 percent. yeah and then they go through therapy and they process it and they're like oh my god i can't believe that happened because they like dissociate they're like that's not happening to me yeah yeah and a, a big thing we're dealing right now is like my capability to feel and process emotions. Yeah, you know, because I'm a sociopath and a narcissist. <laughs> but um, apparently, uh, uh, I always said uh, I don't really understand anger. I don't feel anger like ever. 
I have. You've seen it like once. Um, always drunk. Um, <laughs> not that I get angry when I drink, but I only have the capability for anger when I drink because mm-hmm. it lowers all my boundaries and all yeah. my like inhibitions and stuff. It's the only time I can get there. Um, other than that, when I get angry, I get like you boil up to a point and then in my head, I completely cut off. And it's, I think, one of the most common threads. That's the whole crux of this whole thing is the idea of like, it is so easy to separate yourself from anything that is uncomfortable. And I feel like almost everything that I have, at least, could be boiled down to that one principle. Mm -hmm. I think I've learned about dissociation. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. I think based off what you guys are saying, I, I do have that tendency. Yeah. Only under very high stress situations. Yeah. But I've never thought it was a bad thing. I mean it's it can be a good thing. Nothing is a bad thing, I guess. Yeah. It's just your body responding. Um, you know, if you get in a super traumatic injury, your body will not let you feel pain. It's yeah. a form of survival mode. Right. Gotcha. That's mm-hmm. good. That's sometimes good. Like for me personally, I can say it's a bad thing because I get it randomly Mm -hmm. and like it affects my work like i need to learn i had to learn to work through it just to do my day-to-day tasks yeah especially driving don't we started on fucking driving um but yeah quote unquote normal people definitely have it um but you know the more certain people are prone to it more often and more extremely yeah interesting yeah Hmm. yeah well well that was fun boys and girls that was wild, wild mm. ride. Yeah, Mini I had a therapy session. Yeah, we'll I get into whatever whole you got. Freaking thing. Maybe next time. But we're gonna have to wait. Yeah, I know. We'll get into uh, it next time. We were gonna talk about trans rights in schools, but you know what? We'll skip it because we talked about our emotions. Mm. Anyway, guys, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, TikTok, Instagram, send us your emails. Ask us a question. Nobody wants to know what we what we have to answer their questions. It's fine. Um. Welcome back, Reed. We're so thanks, glad to have you thanks, back. Sorry yeah. about my absence. And God, alcohol is good. Oh, Maybe, go to therapy. Yeah, therapist. Yeah, yeah, therapy. <laughs> it's good. It's really good. Bye. See ya. <laughs>